Hi, this is Alan Weiss back with The Uncomfortable Truth. This episode, as you might suspect, is Debate This. First of all, no one's mind is changed by these antiquated debate formats any more than they are on Facebook with the dialogue and opinions and confirmation bias therein. No one's mind is changed by a political debate on TV today. It's more like watching the old circuses in the Roman Colosseum, in fact, as you saw this past Tuesday. The person who lost this debate is clear. It's Chris Wallace. He was totally ill-prepared. I mean, would you really go to a gunfight carrying a knife and a plastic one at that? What is he thinking? He knows what he was going to face. I tell consultants, sometimes you don't get the business. Sometimes you fail. And that can happen. But if you fail because you didn't prepare, shame on you. Chris Wallace was just adrift. Nobody won this debate, in my opinion. Trump was bullying, insulting, and obnoxious, as everyone assumed he would be. Biden attempted to be more professional, but he often lost his thoughts. He kept referring to his past, you know, I sponsored that legislation. But then worse, he descended into Trump land, calling Trump a clown. That's not exactly the dignified statesman. There's no question in my mind that all these politicians enrich themselves and enrich their families. Every son, every daughter, every cousin, every uncle, every illegitimate kid are enriched when their parents are in office. That happens. You know, senators even receive full pay and privileges for life. So the rest of us, we have to get supplemental assistance, but senators, they're fixed forever. These debates serve no useful purpose. What people are waiting for is the telltale sign to make their case. You know, Nixon's sweaty upper lip. Bush looking at his watch during the debate. Lloyd Benson telling Dale Quayle, I knew Jack Kennedy and you're no Jack Kennedy. These are like mines in the water, you know, waiting for the boat to come along. It has made uh, moderators and news people a fortune. Remember Dan Rather at a press conference? What did you know, Mr. President, and when did you know it? Remember Sam Donaldson's always shouting something? In these debates, you know, Megyn Kelly made her fortune. Now, she's very, very wealthy today, but look where she is. She's canceled. NBC threw her out. There's no there there. There's no talent there. Now, the old-style debates, Lincoln-Douglas, they had their share of name-calling and vituperation also, but they additionally addressed some issues of the day. I didn't understand what, Bla- what, uh, what Biden's platform was. I, I didn't understand what, what the Democrats were standing for in terms of Biden as their leader. At least I didn't get it. And by the way, the old stump speech that we hear about, it came because these debaters and these um, orators often stood on a tree stump so they could be seen and heard before microphones. Do you remember rhetoric when schools were actually educating people? There was a subject called rhetoric which was debate, and schools had debate clubs, and you could get a letter, like a varsity letter in basketball or or baseball, for being on the debate club. They had contests. Somebody won at the end of the season. And you were forced to take whatever side you were given and win the argument in front of judges. That forced people to be more legitimate, more rational, more effective, more influential when they were debating issues. Trump is merely the manifestation of the dirty politics that have arisen over the many, many years now, the mudslinging, the innuendo, the negative ads. Nothing about 
people. Nothing about advancing the benefits and the prosperity of the citizens. Both parties today simply want to eviscerate each other. It's not good enough that one of them wins, the other has to lose. I've never seen this kind of hatred, this kind of toxicity. Once upon a time, reporters faithfully hid FDR's illness and Kennedy's mistresses. But now they pursue an errant phone call or an errant email. Even Clinton's egregious conduct toward women, though, didn't get him thrown out of office. We've seen before impeachments don't work, at least in finding people guilty. How many of the reporters today pursuing these things could stand up to the same scrutiny? A saint couldn't pass a lot of the scrutiny today. So we need to do away with the expense and the time and the meaningless energy wasted on these debates. All of the hoopla, all of the attention. You know, this, this last debate was seen by more people. I think it was the third most watched debate in the last 40 years. Of course, there's more options to watch the debates today. They include streaming and multiple sources of access. And so more people can take advantage of it. But nonetheless, a hell of a lot of people watched But what did it do? It didn't do much. It gave newspaper headlines, which themselves aren't going to change anybody's mind. What's Joe Biden's platform? I don't know. What's Trump's plan for the pandemic and business support? I don't know. I never heard from either of them about that that evening. What I did hear was a lot of laughter among people who watch this. And watching two guys in their late 70s running for the most important elected office in the world. The the reporters were shocked, you know, afterwards. A free-for-all, chaotic. What did they expect? Everyone knew this would happen. Someone said that this was humiliating for foreigners to watch this. Hell, you don't have to be a foreigner. It's humiliating to me. And that's the uncomfortable truth. (laughs) 